The Jeep Celebration event is here. Hurry in before time runs out. Well-qualified returning FCA employee Grand Cherokee lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo E4x4 for $320 a month for 24 months with $320 due at signing. Tax title license extra. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution to lease through Chrysler Capital. Current lease must end by 331-2021. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 331-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. You always dreamed about owning your first house, or driving that special car, or opening that business. Unfortunately, you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. And Fanny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean. But behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences. From no-holds-barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars, the real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are off and running for Excuse Me this week. Jerry Strauss here, and as always, I am never alone on this show. Excuse me! It's ah! Vicky Guerrero. Hi, it's Jerry. me every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have, Jerry, is my mouth. It's loud and it yells loud. <laughs> it's, uh, some may say louder than ever. No matter how early you're up or how late you're running, when you start your day at Speedway, we've got what you need to have a good morning. Always fresh coffee to wake you up, cold drinks and breakfast to keep you going, plus a full tank to get you where you need to go. Crunchy, chewy, swirled, or sprinkled, however you start your day, we've got it to help make your morning a little better. Because when you get off to a better start, you go on to a better day. The convenience stores of Speedway. Vicki, how are you? I'm great. It's another week that we are able to bring another great episode to our listeners. And it's just, each week it's better and better, Jerry. Oh, this is a big one for sure. We've got championship gold in the air. One of the hottest properties in wrestling today. Yeah, he is a national treasure. I mean, not only just in worth, but human. I mean, he is just, he's, he's the represented symbol of a national treasure. That's what I can actually say about, about Nick Aldis. I mean, uh, who better than to grace us with our episode? The kingpin of NWA power. It's the promotion. <laughs> it's the champion on everyone's lips, on everyone's minds. Of course, their big pay-per-view coming up in just days, just heartbeats away, Vicky. Yeah, January 24th, Friday, is um, Hard Times, and I, I can't wait to watch this. It'll be 7 p.m. Eastern on Fight TV. And what, it, uh, what a conversation this was. We, you know, we spoke to Nick uh, a few days ago. Uh, you guys were so excited talking about all the things going on on NWA Power, going on with Nick. Of course, we talked uh, ahead of time about this week's unbelievable match that he had one for the ages with Ricky Morton. What a cool, uh, what a cool collision of generations that we're seeing on NWA power these days. Yeah. You know what this match, you know, with Nick, 
it was uh, here's you know this young you know up and coming you know professional wrestler, and then you had Ricky Morton, who's just full of knowledge and a legend in itself. Yeah, definitely one to check out. Check it out on YouTube, and of course, check us out. Not only right now, but each and every week here on Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. If you have not done so, please tell a friend, tell a neighbor, subscribe, rate, review. Check us out on, on iTunes, on Apple, on Spreaker, on Google, everywhere that your favorite podcasts appear. We're there. So make sure that you find us and, and uh, contact us as well. We want to hear from you. Excuse me, Vicky, at outlook.com is that correct that was a lot of information jerry that was perfect very well done very good jerry um, thank yeah. you i'm learning i wrote it all on my arm but it's, it's <laughs> no we're excited for the fans that you know check us out we're just amazed by all the support and the downloads and the subscriptions and just the love that the fans are showing us by emailing us at the podcast and it's just, I mean, this is a great start to the year 2020. So I'm excited for all the, the just the, the support the fans are showing us. Uh, you've heard the, the term big fight feel. Big interview <laughs> feel here this week on Excuse Me. It's Nick Aldis. It's Vicky Guerrero. I'm there too. Heard of the term big fight feel. This is a big interview feel this week here on Excuse Me because we've got world's champion in the house, the NWA kingpin, the the – so many nicknames we could give this man, but certainly a guy who is uh, the king of YouTube these days, along with everything else. Nick Aldis, welcome to Excuse Me. Wow, that's quite the introduction. Thanks, Jerry. Hey, Vicky. Hi. You forgot National Treasure, Jerry. Come on. That uh, is, that's the highlight of his title. I mean, I, mean, I, I had a list of about 40 here, but I tried real to real world champion. <laughs> Nick, thank you for joining us today. You are making quite um gosh the the impact on on the wrestling profession i mean you being on nwa and um how's it feeling how's the journey going for you i you know i i put this in an instagram post the other day um it's the most fun i've ever had in my career you know it's it, i don't think it's any secret that um when my when my my time finished up at at, at tna that you know, I, I kind of ended up a little bit of an island. I, w I wasn't really sure where I was going to end up, you know, because WWE didn't seem to be an, an option. And then the, the, the business was shifting so much and so much emphasis was being placed on a style of wrestling that I wasn't necessarily kind of sought after for, you know. And, and, I, and I kept thinking, man, I've, I felt like a guy who... <laughs> I felt like a guy who had spent... 15 years sort of becoming this great like ballroom dancer, but now everybody was break dancing. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 like, I have all this skill set, and I, you know, but this is, and like this sort of what I consider to be kind of classic pro wrestling kind of style. And the, 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 the flavor was kind of moving some other direction. And honestly, I was very, um, very, you know, very disenchanted with, with the business. And then, just by uh, by hook or crook and Billy and Dave came along and I had worked with Dave in, in TNA and very, very briefly interacted with Billy because like he was coming in just as I was on the way out at TNA. So 
they described sort of their vision of what they wanted and what they wanted to achieve and what Billy missed about pro wrestling. And I described my vision of, of what I missed about pro wrestling and what I thought was, was missing in general. And it correlated and, and, you know, we, we figured out pretty quickly that we could, we could make something really cool together. And that's how the 10 pounds of gold series was built. And then after that, it's just been, it's been so gratifying to just to, to be part of something from the day one, you know, absolute jump street, you know, it's, it's like to, to see what we've been able to achieve in, in two years is, is really cool. And, and it's, um, it's, it's very satisfying and, and more, most importantly fun. Yeah. You know, I, to, to kind of, you know, um, give the listeners a follow-up of what you're about. You know, I watch, I love watching different wrestling promotions and what attracted me to watching you was your Valley Camille, you know, and she is one badass woman. I mean, yeah. you know, being the, the heel manager and she has, she's beautiful. I mean, she doesn't say anything. They call her the silent goddess. Y'all seem like a well-packaged pair. And I love that because y'all compliment each other and whatever y'all are doing. And um, I, that's got to be fun to incorporate her, you know, along with your storylines. Cause you know, I love the feel of the NWA. I love the studio feel. It's just a refreshing concept. To right. Just, you know, what they're bringing to the viewers of the wrestling audience. Um, how's that going, you know, having this you know having this little i guess um you know instrument that you can use her you know to distract and to you know intervene with your storylines yeah it, it's um it's so it, it's it's so fun and and you know everything that we've done has has happened organically and i know that um you know that that's something that a lot of people tend to feel is missing now in in wrestling is that everything seems to be a little bit too contrived and measured and planned and uh, you know the the so the the whole Camille thing literally came out of my rivalry with Cody Rhodes because Cody obviously has his wife Brandy uh-huh. and and so when we had um when we had sort of culminated our, our rivalry the first time at, at All In with you know with that huge match it was like that we you know obviously brandy was involved and and it and it created some nice wrinkles to the storyline and it gave us some nice things to play with going forward and when we were talking about our first pay-per-view our debut pay-per-view the, the 70th anniversary which was going to be headlined by by Cody and Aldis too you know the rematch i said you know it feels like if i'm if i'm the dealer you know and i'm this I'm this cerebral guy and I've got this, you know, I'm thinking about this and strategizing. I would, I would get a, I would get a female to counteract Brandy Rhodes. And I I remember describing to Dave Lagana what I, what I saw as the sort of, as, as a second for me. And I said, look, everybody knows I'm married to Mickey, right? Right. So it's not going to be a valet or a sort of romantic interest i said it, it needs to be a female heater and and i'm and vicky you know i know with you know with with uh with eddie's you know past with with china you know you can yeah. relate it was i said yeah. that <laughs> i said it's i said i i want you know as i said if there was someone out there like a china type you know that could be this sort of strong intimidating female and and dave immediately went i know just the person wow you know, and he because he had he had uh he had seen her for you know um somewhere and and had sort of kept her in the you know kept kept her in the back of his mind like for the right time and he said and he you know and he described and, and 
took one look at her and we, and we flew her out to, um, I think Philadelphia where we were, we were getting ready to do something with ring of honor and we flew her out there to kind of meet with her and shoot stuff. And I immediately just was like, she's perfect. And she has, she has really, I mean, she's a sponge, like she's learning so much. And, and, uh, the most important thing with her is that she, she trusted me, you know, and she trusted us to, to get her where we wanted her to be. And, and, and she, and her instincts are phenomenal, you know, because fortunately, even though she's had some training and she's, you know, she'd had, she'd sort of dipped her toe in the business. She was, she wasn't full of bad habits yet. And, you know, and, and didn't have sort of all these different preconceived notions of what she should be. She just, you know, she was able to, to learn from, from me. And I'd like to think that at this point at 15 years and what I've been able to do in the business, you know, I'm not, not a bad guy to learn from. And then between that and, you know, with, and Dave and Billy's vision, and everything that she's, she's just, she's blossoming into it. She's one of our top acts on her own, regardless of whether she's with me or not, you know, and, and that's, that's a really cool thing. Like when, you know, the risk you run with, with something like that is always, well, are you going to feel less than without her? You know, are you going to need each other from now on? Right. Is it going to be, you know, like, a, like tag teams, you know, it's kind of like you want to be responsible for your own acts because we are independent contractors. Right. But I, the cool thing about what we've been able to achieve with, with Camille is that she feels like a major star in our promotion on her own. And I don't feel, you know, any, like it hasn't diminished me to, when I do stuff with or without her. So it's, you know, that's, that's the best we can hope for. And she, she's got a major, major future in the business. Yeah. You know, just uh, going back to the episode that just aired this week and it was called strictly business takeover. Now you have uh, created an alliance that's called strictly business, which includes you and Camille and the wild cards. Mm -hmm. uh, and I love y'all's jackets, by the way. I thought that was superb. Idea. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> loves, everybody loves the, everybody loves the track jackets. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so, um, just to kind of recap what happened for this past episode, uh, they show some footage of you going to the ring of honor and, um, and you were, you were on the hunt, you know, for, uh, mm -hmm. Marty's girl, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so they show you that following day on Sunday, January 12th in Concord, North Carolina, where you went to go find Marty, but then instead you're encountering Flip Gordon. Yes. And, and so this is really cool. Um, is this, how, how is your, um, how are your thoughts on this? Because now there's an, a, a match that's going to be, that's already advertised for the pay-per-view that you're going to be facing flip. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think he's actually going to show up? Because I, I'd be pretty scared if I was flip, you know, looking at you because you're probably like three times bigger than him. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you know, flip and I had, had a, had an amazing match uh, in, in 2018, about a month before all in. Um, and, you know, obviously at that point we were very, very much in the, in the, in the thick of the build towards me and Cody, you know, and, and, um, so the match with flip was, you know, it was, it was a, it was a fun wrinkle in the storyline as far as what if, what if flip could, could pull off the big upset? What if flip could be the one to, you know, what if he, if he changes all the plans and, and throws a wrench in it and becomes the world champion and, and he ends up taking my place at all in and, you know, and it was, um, it ended up being sometimes when you're, if you're, if you book long term, sometimes you, you know, it, you can, you can happen on these other really great opportunities to cause some, you know, to, to have some other money matches. And I think the difference this time 
is if you go back and look at the, the match with Flip and I from, from Nashville in, in 2018, the, he, where he was um, as a character, you know, he was very much a sort of little brother kind of underling of, of, of the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes and Marty and, and those guys. And now he's, yeah, he's part of Villain Enterprises. Yeah, he's with Marty, with Brody and, and PCO. But the cool thing about that group, and this is what I want to try and achieve with Strictly Business, is all of those guys feel important on their own. You know, like they're, they're, they're greater than the sum of their parts. You know, they're, they're, there's, there's, there's not even, I mean, PCO is the Ring of Honor world champion right now. So right. Even, though, even though the group's called Villain Enterprises, it's like there is, you know, there's upward mobility for all those guys. And Flip... Now he's, you know, he's had a real sort of change of character and he's really found a more of an edge with this mercenary thing that he's doing. And, and look, the, 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 you know, the, for me, it, I want to have money matches. I want to have, I want to have matches on our pay-per-views that, that, that people go, okay, this is the big deal. Like this, I'm, I really, I'm curious and really interested to see what's going to happen here because look, we all know that somewhere down the road, there's there's another showdown with Marty Skrull. But right. in the meantime, you know, Flip wants to step up. Good for him. Yeah, and the pay-per-view is called Hard Times. It's going to be Friday, January 24th on Fight TV. Hard Times. Yeah, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am I'm excited about this. I I, you know, I'm not sure if Marty's going to show up or not, or if he's just going to let Flip have the spotlight, you know, because I'm curious. I mean, as a I heel- like the way that you frame that, Vicky. You know, I see you see you get it. <laughs> You're, you've been around this business a long time. You understand the mentality of this business. So you, so you didn't say, oh, Marty comes to watch Flip back. You know the real. You know that Marty's going to come and he wants to, he might come and steal the spotlight. I, I appreciate that you, that you were, that you, see, that's, that's the difference, folks. That's the difference between someone who understands this business, doing a podcast and just some mark with a dirt sheet. This is the real, she knows the real, like he's, he's, he's going to steal the spotlight. You know, he can't, he can't bear the idea of someone else taking his shine. Yeah. I like to stir the pot a little bit, Nick. How's that? Well, hey, look, you know, you learn, like you learn from the best. Yeah, I'm excited for this pay-per-view. Jerry, do you have anything you want to ask before I take over and start talking again? <laughs> well, I, look, I mean, and we're all looking forward to the pay-per-view. We're all looking forward, as we have been every week, to NWA Power. It's just exploded uh, on YouTube. Um, and I think a big reason for that is something you touched on earlier, which is sort of the throwback aspects of the show that people have missed or been yearning for. Uh, you know, you talked about yourself being a classic professional wrestler. And I think that's something that we haven't necessarily seen focused on in, in a long time. And it makes me think about nostalgia. And it makes me think about how there's certain things like turntables or like uh, original Nintendo systems or things that are repackaged. <laughs> yeah. Right. And Retro things- cool. Yeah. Right, things that become successful and almost like a like a luxury at this stage yeah. of the game. How do you make sure that yourself, that the NWA, that the entire brand and everything you're going for in kind of reaching back is retro cool and not just retro old? Well, that's a good question. And I think that any, we, we I think, I mean, our proof of concept is really the show. You know, we have, we have seen such an overwhelming amount of positivity, you know, in terms of the feedback across the board, whether you're, you know, and this is, this is everyone from, 
people with you know because the wrestling bubble there is there is a there is within our wrestling genre there is a huge range of subgenres right like there's a huge Absolutely. range of taste within the genre so there are people who everyone from people who sort of um who who really celebrate and lord the the the, the classic mid-atlantic all you know stuff all the way to dave Meltzer, who's you know who who loves new japan and 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 the modern style and yet Somewhere I said, you know, I've been able to achieve something pretty unique in the business in that I, I think I'm one of the only wrestlers and our product is one of the only products that has been able to unite the opinions of Jim Cornette, Vince Russo, Dave Meltzer, Eric Bischoff. You know, like all these different guys who spend all their time bitching at each other and, and you know, <laughs> yeah. each other's expertise or lack thereof and different opinions on the business. And yet they all love NWA power and they're all fans of the national treasure. So what does that tell you? Absolutely. And you know, with the NWA, just the studio feel, it's not about the pyro. It's not about the spotlights. It's not about all the fancy, you know, lighting that goes on. This right. is true promos that come from the heart from the guys. It's just having the guys put their heart out there and tell a story. And I love that because it's, this is what wrestling is about. It's about the meat of it. It's about the well, storyline in the ring. Absolutely. And, studio. And, it's, yeah. and it's about the, and it's about the people too, Vicky, you know, like, you know this, but like, you know, Eddie was so good at like at being, he was a phenomenal performer in the ring yeah. athletically, but he was, but the thing that set him apart from all the other guys that could do that kind of stuff was that he was able to generate real emotion from people and like that is that is really what that's what sets our show apart i think is that absolutely there, there's there's 250 people in that studio we don't we don't shy away from it we don't pretend there's oh there's thousands you know we but but listen to them you know i mean this this week's show we had a six-man tag and it's it's robert gibson from the one half of the <laughs> yeah. rock and roll express it, it's eli drake and tim storm a guy who no one had heard of two years ago and now, you know, and who now is the most beloved baby face on the show yeah. against the Wildcards and Scott Steiner. I mean, when you on paper, you just go, what are they thinking? And yet <laughs> that match was like, was such a great main event. You know, it, there was so many, there was, because, and, and honestly, that's, that's a testament to our proof of concept, but it's also a testament to our fans because they are absolutely the 12th man on our show. Like the one thing I think that you can really see on our show that's different, other than obviously the, the obvious um, visual differences, is that you can hear the real emotion in our audience. Like they are, the, the, you can't fake atmosphere, you know, you can't fake right. emotion and you can't buy it. You can't, you know, you can, you can spend millions and millions on elaborate sets and you can have pyro and, you know, self-indulgent entrances with, you know, all this different stuff but you can't fake the connection with the people like that. And that's what, that's what we've got. And that's, you know, that's our main asset. I think. That is so true. Now coming off the six man tag, Nick, how do you feel about facing Ricky Martin next week on YouTube? <laughs> oh, it, you know, um, please be gentle with him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, listen, Ricky Morton, you know, for, for, I know I've had some, I've had some things to say about Ricky, you know, as far as I've had, I've, I've, I may, I may or may not have called him a Connie trying to make a payday off of my hard work, you know, I love that. and look, and more, and, and look, fair play to the man, but, um, you know, that, that, that for me, 
personally, it's it's a really cool bucket list thing. Um, and, you know, we, like I said, we've had overwhelming positivity, you know, in terms of the feedback for our show. But there's always going to be a few trolls. And yeah. one of the things that perhaps, you know, comes up um, more often is, you know, oh, my God, like, I can't believe you guys are, you know, still putting out these these 60 year old guys and you know time like let the past go and I, th th those are people that aren't watching the show you know they're they're, right, they're right. getting off they're, they're getting off on the wrong exit because they don't understand that like this is kind of like a farewell tour you know right. and for me it's like <laughs> next week i hope that everybody like i hope everybody enjoys the match i really do um because i enjoyed it and, and for me personally it was a real um it was a real feather in my cap as a professional to be able to say, because I believe that the world champion should be a guy who can have a compelling main event match with everyone from a young, super athletic, hot baby face all the way to a veteran, you know, who, who's, whose best years are perhaps behind him, you know, physically. Right. And, and when you look at my range of opponents and, and our our fans would probably tell you that their you know, their top three or four matches of mine were going to be Cody Rhodes, Marty Skrull, and Tim Storm. I mean, you're talking about three completely different wrestlers, sizes, shapes, ages, yeah. ages yeah. abilities, right? And and yet, the one constant is me, and I take great pride in that. And that's and I think so. Next week, you know, like I said, I hope everybody enjoys the match with with Ricky Morton and I. But this is almost like. And if, if, if they don't like it, I don't care. Like, because the, the reality is, is that it's kind of like, you, you know, sometimes you hear these actors and they'll say, my movie philosophy is one for them, one for me. Well, this is, this is one for me. You know what I mean? Like this, this, was, this was something that I, I, so I could get to say, I wrestled Ricky Morton in a, in a main event, you know, for the world's championship. Like that's a, and that's a very cool thing for me. And, you know, I don't think we should underestimate Ricky Morton because he's a veteran. He's a legend within himself. You know, I know he's part of the Rock and Roll Express, but each individual, like you said, it goes back to their talent and their heart. He, he, he's been wrestling longer than I've been alive. <laughs> and you can take the, the person out of the ring, but you can't take the ring out of the person. Oh, anyone who's seen him knows that the skill and the, and the craftiness is, is always there. And he... You know, I think that I think people are, I think people are going to be surprised at what they see. Absolutely. And I, I'm going to be a big fan because we can watch the NWA Power every Tuesday. And this match is going to happen next Tuesday on YouTube, which I'm really excited about. Um, I, I'm, I'm so proud of you, Nick. And, and Jerry, do you have anything else before we go to the questions for Twitter? Uh, well, I, I was really just curious you know, just looking a little bit beyond this, of course, everyone's excited for the pay-per-view. Um, there's so much speculation because there's still so much excitement about the newness of NWA power and where this new version of NWA might go. Is there any hint of anything coming up just related to the NWA brand, any plans for 2020 that maybe fans haven't quite uh, gotten, uh, gotten the news about yet? Well, I'd say the, Obviously, um, it's just us, of, no one else, just, just us right here. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so many, so, you know, many of you listeners will probably be aware that, that Marty re-signed with, with Ring of Honor, which was kind of a surprise to a lot of people. And he's taken on some more responsibilities there. And it's no, and it's no accident that right. that coincides with, uh, you know, us now doing some more 
you know, some more business with them. Um, I think you're going to see this year kind of like we, we've already set the tone, but I think this year will really show how you can, we're going to kick the doors down of all these, of these uh, supposed kind of rules in, in wrestling that, you know, basically we're going to give the people what they want and it's going to cross, you know, it's going to go across different promotions because ultimately the business is so wide open right now. Like WWE are always going to be the market leader. They're always going to have the market share, but there are more, I believe right now, there are probably more wrestlers in the world outside of WWE who are considered at the elite level, you know, by, by fans who are aware of them than ever. And I'm one of them. And, and the, the interesting part of that is that when you look, we, we, you know, you can't have all the wrestlers working for one company because the economics don't work. I mean, WCW showed right. that. Like, right. it would be really cool to be able for, for, for me and Marty and Cody and the Bucks and all our friends and everybody and everybody around. It'd be really cool if we could all work for AEW or all work for one company, right? right. But it just, the economics don't work. So, Marty's going to stay where he is. I'm going to stay where I am, you know, and I'm going to lead the, the NWA back to prominence. And we're going to, I'm going to try and build a viable, profitable business with the NWA and Marty's going to do the same, but it doesn't mean that we can't work together. That's awesome. You know, That's and, and ultimately thought, yeah. it's like when, when fans start really understanding, like, the only thing that's preventing this match, you know, that I want to see between this guy from this promotion, and this guy from this promotion is the promotions themselves. We're going to, we're going to, create a situation where the fans are no longer going to stand for that and they're going to say we want these mega matches we want these money matches and we're going to blow the business wide open i really believe that um and that's 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 going to you know that's already in effect you know you're already seeing that yeah um, I, you know. yeah that's true but as far as the nwa itself are we we are very close much closer than we had anticipated being at this point in our life because we do have we know there is a 20 year plan in place for the company and we are much closer, much further along in that plan than we thought. And we're actually much closer to being a sustainable business model on our own. And what that's really what we want to try and achieve this year is to, is to be sustainable on our own. I mean, Billy has turned down major, major funding from some major, major players, um, you know, because, because we wanted to, because we wanted to retain, you know, complete ownership. We didn't want to be beholden to anyone yet. And right. we, and, and it's like people, you know, people can't scratch their head when it comes to YouTube, but you know, but that's, <laughs> that's why when you look at our demographics, even though our show, even though a lot of people think our show is aimed at old lapsed fans, which we, we absolutely love the fact that every week we get different people going, I haven't watched wrestling since 1990 or I haven't watched wrestling since 1998, <laughs> you know, and I haven't watched wrestling like, you know, this, I can watch this with my kids. Like I did with my dad. And, you know, I love that. I love when there's like a generational thing, but there's also a lot of kids watching our show because it's on YouTube, you know, right. like my niece and nephew, they, they've been around uh, pretty much the whole, uh, entire time they've been alive. I've been on TV in some way, shape or form, whether it be gladiators in the UK or then with TNA and they didn't care. But now I'm on YouTube. The last time I went back to England, they said, Oh, my friend wants you to sign a picture, you know, like my, because my friends were on YouTube, you know, cause it's YouTube because it, the kids feel like it's for them. Right. And <laughs> so we're, we're, we're kind of, you know, we're playing the long game as well as you know, we're, we're kind of, our show is, a, is a, as a concept is, is sort of, creating and providing some nostalgia for existing fans but for new fans it's just something completely new 
you know, even though we know it's old to them, it's brand new. They've never seen wrestling presented like that before. And it's, it's just a fun show. Like you said earlier, refreshing. That's probably the most commonly used adjective when, when, when I, when people would give us feedback on our show, it's refreshing, you know, and that's all we want to be in the business. And man, our, you know, our, our, uh, our merchandise sales are in like the, you know, are in the like high, are in the five figures now monthly, you know, and our, our pay-per-view buys are doing fantastic. Like we, you know, fight have been absolutely ecstatic with our pay-per-view numbers. And, um, you know, we're, we're becoming one of the top, you know, performers on that, on that platform for pay-per-view. Yeah. And so next step is, is we, you know, as we continue to establish and cultivate our audience and fan base, then will come live events, you know, we'll come and then, and then we'll, we'll grow exponentially as is necessary, but we will always, always stay true to our core values of that studio show. And you know, what's important too, Nick, is that there's so many wrestling promotions out there and there's a lot of competition, but I think the one important thing, and I talked to, I talked to Dave Lagana too. I love him dearly. Is that, Y'all stay unique and yep. stay with what you know and what makes y'all happy and what makes y'all work. And it's going to, it's going to show and you have to start somewhere. So, you know, for you, for, you know, Billy, you, Dave, and, and everyone that has the same vision for NWA, it's going to work because everyone is on the same page. And right. I think that's so critical because, you know, you, you can have other promotions that have, you know, that, you know, like WWE has led the, the field for many years, but, you, you guys have just raw talent that, that I love the promos. Like I said, it's just nostalgia and it's bringing us back to those good old days where it's a studio and it's just listening to the guys. And I love that. And I love what y'all are bringing. And it, I think it's going to work and it is working. And I think that's so awesome. Well, I, I appreciate it. I'm glad you're watching because you know, it's like, uh, you know, obviously I, I've known you for a little while now. And, and um, I think the last time I saw you was probably at WrestleMania, right? Like I, th yes. I think I, I think I remember I was, this is a funny story. I was, I was getting ready to come over and say hi to Vicky. And then Donovan was running a few paces in front of me. And before I got a chance to stop and say hi, he, he jumped down the escalator. Yeah. There was like a big, there was like a giant escalator. And there's like, you know, hundreds of people in this hotel lobby. And I go like, oh, hi, Vicky. Oh my God. Okay, bye. And I had to run down yeah. the escalator after Donovan because he's like, he's I know. and you were just like, oh, bye. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. like, to, to, to hear to hear feedback from somebody like yourself who uh, you know obviously has such a such a unique perspective and strong ties to the business in, and has seen the business in a lot of different forms you know and could have very easily you could have very easily taken a different um, path you know given the circumstances of everything and you could have very easily hated the business and you know been very critical of it and, and moving that direction, but you haven't, and you've stayed, you know, so positive and, and it's, it's really, really cool when, when, you know, when I hear that feedback from somebody like you. Thank you, Nick. I, I truly admire your family and I love Mickey and you guys, you have to still celebrate an anniversary, which I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> um, congratulations. And um, I just, I, I, we have some questions really quick uh, that the fans submitted just for you, which mm -hmm. is that, the outcome of these, the fans love you, Nick. I mean, we have a lot of emails that came in and we can't read all of them, of course, but here's one from Dawn Secord. Uh, she's asking, what is the hardest part of being the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion um, with, along with the travel and being away from the family? And what is the most prestigious thing about being the World Heavyweight Champion? Um, 
so the, the, the kind of the, the answers to those, I think, almost blend together in the sense that uh, the coolest thing about it is, is that you are, you know, if you hold that championship, you are carrying on the legacy of Dory Funk Jr., Jack Briscoe, Harley Race, Ric Flair, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Ricky Steamboat, you know, and then even forward into modern era, AJ Styles and, you know, now myself. So it's, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of pressure, you know, and, and I take it on myself <laughs> to, you know, to, to, it could have, it was very, you know, at the beginning, I kind of realized right from the beginning, thankfully, that there was only one way that we were going to make this work. And that was if I took it a hundred percent seriously and, and, you know, and, and I had to deliver in the ring, right. I had to deliver the type of matches that were synonymous with that championship. They had to be athletic and gritty and emotional and, and, you know, and, and feel like a real athletic contest. Um, you know, basically I traveled, I traveled across four different continents, you know, in the space of a year, defended the title against, you know, tons and tons of guys. Um, you know, many of whom after which afterwards went on to get signed with, with new Japan or NXT or AEW, you know, and, and, and it's, uh, so I think that the, the hardest thing is also the best thing, which is the pressure, you know, because you have to, you have to really want to go out and deliver. And it's like, you can't, it's, there is no, there isn't like, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to go get on a flight to Canada later on today. And, you know, there's, um, it, it's look, I've got, I know I've got a pay-per-view next week, but I also know that, you know, those fans in New Brunswick have paid to come and see me and they've come to see me in the main event and they've come to see me defend the world title and they've come to see the type of match that they expect, you know, for the world title to be. And so it doesn't matter how you feel or where you are or how many people there, like you, you've got to, you know, you've got to put the time in and you've got to give those people what they came to see and they've got to leave going, that was a world championship match. That's awesome. And you know, Nick, you're, you're doing well. And I'm so proud of your success. And I, I love watching your matches. I love watching you work. I love your promos. I'm one of your biggest fans. And I'm so honored that you were able to come on our show and to uh, share your busy schedule with us. And for people that, um, that don't know a little bit about you, you have nickaldis.com, which is your website. Mm -hmm. I love, love your website because you have your store, your recipes, and also for any promotions or people that want to book you, they can inquire on that website, correct? Yeah, yeah, and they can order my book, The Superstar Body. It's, uh, it was, it was, uh, I, I had, I was published about, I guess, like three or four years ago now, and um, yeah, still, still getting orders for the book now, which is really cool. It's, it's, it's humbling that, that, that people want to, you know, want my advice when it comes to, you know, getting in shape and staying healthy. That's awesome. And people can find you on Instagram at Nick Aldis and then on mm -hmm. Twitter at real Nick Aldis. And mm -hmm. Nick, is there anywhere um, besides Canada? Is there anything else besides the pay-per-view? Gosh, you're busy. Like, <laughs> I'm exhausted <laughs> just looking at everything that you're getting ready to do. But um, is there anything else you want to uh, let the fans know before uh, we give you our question of the day? No, no. I mean, you know, for, uh, for you know, our number one priority is just to please check out youtube.com slash nwa and you know and go back and check out nwa power and if and if and if you started watching us you know based on nwa power then i would recommend you go back and check out the 10 pounds of gold series i mean some of those 
some of those, Dave Lagana just did such an incredible job, has made some, I mean, really beautiful cinematic pieces, you know, especially like the, the, the one for All In with me and Cody or the one for, for the Crockett Cup with me and Marty, you know, there's just, he's made some amazing stuff. There's, you know, there's stuff with me and Harley Race's last interview ever, you know, was wow. with me, which was just an, an unbelievable sort of feather in my cap, you know, and just there's, there's a lot of really cool content on there. If, if you're digging what we're doing with NWA Power, you should check out 10 Pounds of Gold. Absolutely. And, and to all the listeners of the Excuse Me podcast, please watch next week when Nick Aldis uh, defends his title against Ricky Morton, which I am I'm praying for Ricky in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to underestimate him at the same time. And never, also- <laughs> never, never underestimate. Never underestimate a veteran. That's right. And also uh, to everyone, please check out the NWA pay-per-view Hard Times on Friday, January 24th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fight TV. And Nick, I, um, I want to give you a question of the day. Okay. If you had three days to live, what would be on your, on your bucket list to complete? Oh, God. Uh you can't say the hard times pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would love to, uh, I would love to wrestle at Madison square garden. Um, and then, uh, you know, aside from that, I guess if I had three days left, I, I would, I would spend the other two days just, um, you know, I would just want to be around my, all my family, you know, as, as many of them as I could get in a room and, and, uh, to just have, you know, have a great dinner and have some drinks and, you know, tell some stories and, and, you know, that's uh, outside of, outside of this business. Like I'm a pretty simple guy. Like that's, you know, like I, I obviously have other aspirations that I want to achieve, you know, beyond wrestling. I'd love to move into broadcasting when I finish wrestling. And, but as far as, you know, as, as far as here and now, it's like, I love what I do and I have passion for it. But outside of that, it's my family, you know. Well, I appreciate that. I love your wife, Nikki James. She's very dear to me. And I'm I know so you proud. do. Everybody loves Nikki. I, I'm so proud of her career. <laughs> I'm so, um, I, you know, Donovan was so good. He's sitting there quiet. I'm, 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 I wanted to make him a star today, but he's already a star. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, 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 done, he's done well today. I was, I thought for sure he was going to do a, a run in, but he's, uh, He's got a snack and he's got his, uh, <laughs> he's, got, he's got puppy dog pals on, so he's good. Uh, well, thank you, Nick, so much. Um, God bless you. I wish you so much success in your career. I'm going to be watching you, uh, watching you on the pay-per-view and for next week. And also after all the episodes after that, um, just thank you so much. And oh, thank, thank you. You're one of my favorite people in the business, Vicky. Thank you, Nick. All right, all right guys, that's Nick. And uh, thank you, Nick, and have a great travel to Canada tonight. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bye. Okay, excuse me, followers. We are not done yet. Next is the exclusive tales from the interview queen herself, Miss Alicia Atut. Take it away, Alicia. Hey, everyone, it's Alicia Toot, and I'm very excited to welcome you all back to Tales from the Interview Queen. Today, I'm taking you to Mania Week in 2019. I had the delight of being the hostess for the Bullet Club block party, which was genuinely one of the best days I have ever had. It's a massive party with members of the Bullet Club, from Tama Tonga to Jay White, where the wrestlers and myself walked around, hung with all the fans, played games, I hosted live interviews. It was a blast. 
Now I wanted to tell this tale because sometimes wrestlers are very private, they don't open up much, and they aren't accessible to fans, which I get to each their own. At this party though, you know, fans see these guys tough in the ring, kicking ass on TV, but at the party, you're laughing in the sunshine with them playing cornhole and drinking beers. It was such a fun day filled with hilarious moments, good people, and amazing memories. And it's the perfect time to share this tale because we're back in Tampa, Florida this April for the Bullet Club Beach Party, hosted by yours truly. And it's going to be truly incredible. There you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Tales from the Interview Queen. I'm Alicia Toot, and be sure to follow me online at Alicia Toot, and check out my interviews on YouTube channel for thousands of great interviews, tales, and vlogs. Until next time. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of the Excuse Me podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast platform. Check out our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash excuse me Vicky or follow me on Twitter and Instagram and email us at excuse me Vicky at outlook.com with questions or comments. Until next time, excuse me! No matter how early you're up or how late you're running, when you start your day at Speedway, we've got what you need to have a good morning. Always fresh coffee to wake you up, cold drinks and breakfast to keep you going, plus a full tank to get you where you need to go. Crunchy, chewy, swirled, or sprinkled, however you start your day, we've got it to help make your morning a little better. Because when you get off to a better start, you go on to a better day. The convenience stores of Speedway. You always dreamed about owning your first house or driving that special car or opening that business. Unfortunately, you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.